Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Andrew, I'm Lee, and this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right to it. So, uh, first off, we've got some news to share with you. A uh, bunch of news that I'm actually pretty excited about. Uh, one is that uh, the new film by the creator of Your Name, uh, if you ever watched that, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie, called uh, the movie that he made called Weathering With You, mm-hmm. um, is coming to the U.S. Uh, for a few nights in January. Oh, fantastic. Um, I've seen some... I've seen the poster for it, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited for it. It's, it's nothing to shout about. It's mm-hmm. literally just two people sitting on a bench, but the oh, yeah. artwork is so stunning. And you his and what he did with your name gorgeous. is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen the trailer yet, but I want to see it just from the poster because I knew oh. it was the same guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, watch the trailer. It's incredible. Um, okay. The um... Oh, and uh, we'll be linking the uh, the trailer with this uh yep mm-hmm. so we'll be visit our site whitakerweekly.com and we'll have a link to that trailer for you okay uh next up uh the today uh gearbox announced the first dlc for borderlands 3 um and for the people who okay. have the season pass it's included in the season pass um and this is called moxie's heist on the ha- moxie's heist of the handsome jackpot so Handsome Jack, the villain from Borderlands 2, apparently stole Moxie's plans for a casino and uh, built it himself and called it the Handsome Jackpot. Uh, so you are being hired by Moxie and a couple of other people um, mm-hmm. who are not player characters um, to raid this casino. Um, and it looks like a whole bunch of fun. Um Anyways, uh, not only that, but just released today in a new update for Borderlands 3 is the first four-player raid for Borderlands 3 called okay. Takedown at Malawan's Black Site. Ah. Um, and it is it is a new area that is designed to be extremely difficult. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it is it um, is balanced. That's what I'm looking for. It's balanced for four players, four level 50 players, uh, which is the max level right now uh, for Borderlands 3. Um, and then just this kind of popped up in my news this morning, uh, my news feed. The author mm-hmm. of Pulp Fiction, Roger Avery, gave the Konosuba movie five stars. Really? And said, this is the reason cinema exists. So we'll, go, we'll have links to all that stuff uh, on our site. Um, anyways, um, any, any news that you want to cover? Uh, nothing, came to my, nothing came up really this week. Okay. On okay. my uh, on my end, so um, sorry if I missed anything that might be important to some of our listeners. Uh, let us know if there's something we you wish we'd have uh, commented on. Um, but that's it for the news for us this week. So we're going to go ahead and move on to three episodes in. And this week it was your pick. So what did we watch? Uh, we watched uh, Dagashi uh, Dagashi Kashi. And I'll go ahead and read the description. This description is from Funimation. Uh, Actually, I think it's from Crunchyroll, but Crunchyroll didn't have season one, so we watched it on Funimation. Uh But anyways, Kokonotsu Shikida, Shikada, my bad, 
uh, is the heir to his father's candy shop. But despite his father's wishes, he would rather be a manga author instead. One fateful day, a cute but strange girl, Hotaro Shidare, visits, starts visiting the store day after day to convince Kokonotsu to take over his father's business. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and just dive into this wild ride of a show. Um, yes. So, so, let's see. The opening scenes um, are basically just... Uh, the opening shots because kind of established that this is very rural Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very uh, r- rice fields and cicadas screaming. Mm-hmm. Um Cats lying about in the shade. Uh, which also establishes that it's summer uh, because the cats lazing about and the cicadas, uh, they are a summer thing in Japan. Yep. Um, I guess wherever they are, but it, uh, that's very, very common for Japanese summer uh, shots or establishing shots to let people know that it's summer. Yep. Um, We're introduced to our main character. Uh, mm-hmm. As he's drawing a manga page and decides he doesn't like the way it looks, so he's crumpled it up. And he's about to cast it aside when he gets a phone call from a buddy of his. Uh, well, he realizes he missed a call, so checks the message, and his buddy calls him Coconut, which is very close to um, his actual name, which is Kokonotsu. And so people will sometimes just call him Coconut for fun. Um and that's and that's kind of established is that he doesn't really like being called coconut, but he kind of tolerates it from different people. Um, and then as he's about to throw the manga page away, his dad comes in, looking all very serious and stern. And he says, "Son, we need to talk." Cut two. The dad, the, the son is now standing at the door, and the dad is kneeling down, mm-hmm. holding a pile of papers. Mm-hmm. Now, what are those papers? And the dad says, about this manga you're writing, I mean, uh, it, it's pretty good, but I think you're spending too much time fantasizing or idolizing uh, the female character. Uh, really, you need to make some adjustments here. And the son's just like, not only did you read my manga, but you're criticizing it? When did I ever ask you this? And then we have kind of this scene going back and forth that turns into a make-believe boxing match between the dad yeah. and the son. Well, the dad uh, shouts, the... get your head out of the 2D world and come and join me. You are the heir to my... You are the ninth generation and heir to this candy shop in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. And the kids yep. shout... Heck, stop making it sound prestigious by calling me an heir to something. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, this this few uh, first few shots really establish um, this show mm-hmm. and what's gonna what's gonna go uh, what's gonna be happening during this show. Um, anyways, um, the uh, so <laughs> so he so ends up his... getting stuck watching the uh, the, the store. Well. Before that, like the 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 son, um, Kokonotsu, uh, uh, he's while he and his dad are arguing, he tells his dad, "If you want to sell uh, this candy better, um, this uh, dagashi, uh-huh. you have to sell. Um, you, first of all, you have to put the candy 
uh, on the shelves for the smaller kids to reach. Put the cheaper candy on the lower shelves so the kids can reach it. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to get the candy and we're not going to be able to sell it. Also, you should sell candy that has uh, pictures of popular characters on them because even though they're expensive, they will sell well and will be able to bring in more money. And the dad thinks that, oh, you're such a genius, my boy. Uh, you're, you're such a genius. Uh, you ha you are destined to be the ninth owner of this uh, of this shop or the ninth generation owner of this of our shop. And I just thought his dad is so bad at this that really he thinks is. that common sense things <laughs> that just common sense things of make sure the kids can reach the candy they want to buy. And oh, here's a popular character amongst children. It will probably sell well. Yeah, that common sense things like that are acts of genius it's so true so uh anyway so the uh the son kind of gets uh uh tricked Wrote into watching the store watching the store during the summer um mm -hmm. and so at that it's at that moment that uh we're introduced to hotaru the mm -hmm. blue-haired girl with the crazy eyes I said called them crazy eyes because I don't know anyone else in the show who actually has, you know, not just the bright bright color of blue of her eyes, but that there's mm -hmm. um, concentric circles in her uh, irises, and mm -hmm. that tends to that tends to indicate instability in a person. Um, and so she and she, she's a character. She comes in and introduces that herself. That is a good way to. Describe her. She is definitely a character. So she comes in, and uh, as a matter of introducing herself and who she is, and the fact that she represents a conglomerate of candy makers out of uh, the big city, um, mm -hmm. she shows them their com the commercial for some of their products. And so, she's yeah. holding his TV. So... This is 2016 that this came out. She could have brought an iPad. She could have had preloaded video on it. She's holding his... Tube television. Tube television. This thing's a box. This thing's mm -hmm. a box that would have weighed 40 pounds. Well, and like, he he's like, wait a minute. She introduces herself uh, as uh, Shidari Hotaro. Um, and he's like, wait a minute. I know that name. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, see? And he's like, wait a minute. No. You're not that she daughter. And she says, yes, I am. And then she's holding the TV and showing these commercials. And you, uh, the, 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 the candies that they're showing, and I guess it could be said to the entire thing, but the candies that they're showing, they, um, they're real candies in Japan. Um, as far as I could tell, they are not actually like, you know, play on plays on those candies. I think they actually got the rights for those candies uh, well, to be in the you know show. You know what? You might just be able to go to a candy shop and say, "Hey, we're going to do an anime about candy and candy stores. Mm -hmm. If you want to finance this, we'll show you a product." Maybe, maybe. But anyways, might have uh, done something along those lines. And then, like, um, she's still holding this TV while talking to him, and she's starting to fall over because she doesn't have very good upper body strength, and she's like hunched what? over, holding this big old TV. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. So at that point, the, the like, dad every once comes in a while home. she has like this pocket dimension, mm -hmm. and every once in a while she doesn't. It, mm -hmm. it just mm -hmm. she has to face reality. Uh, but anyways, uh, so she so she asks, uh, well, well, um, Kokonotsu, um, 
who has been called by a friend over the phone as Coconuts uh-huh. uh, as a nickname. Uh, and his other friend, uh, Saya, who we will meet later on in this episode, uh, pretty much right after this scene, actually, she calls him Coconuts as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's just kind of his nickname. But Kokonotsu um, asks Hotaro, what are you doing here? Why is someone from such a big, famous candy company here? And she says, oh, well, I'm here. I'm looking for, I'm looking for Yo. And she's like, he says, wait, oh, sorry, my dad's not here. Why are you looking for him? And she's like, wait, you don't know? Your dad is a super genius uh, in in the candy world. And, like, as soon as she says that, Yo comes in. And uh, and the moment they meet, her eyes uh, her eyes flash the, the diamond lights. And his eyes flash the diamond lights. And they both and go they into both, a crazy battle pose. battle pose. And, like, oh, my gosh, they're both Junibio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this crazy sugar people. <laughs> and Hotar the great thing is that Hotaru's facial expression is perpetually tired. He has resting tired face. Oh, he's just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like literally in episode three, there's a line where he's walking in on some crazy wacky thing that Hotara is doing is goes, oh, I've walked in on something weird again. <laughs> oh, bless you. You okay? I'm all right. Okay. Uh, so after they have this crazy exchange between the two of them, um, Hotoro says, I want, uh, talking to the dad, says, you, I, or yo, I want you to come and work for my dad's family. I've been sent here to convince you to come and work for my dad's company. And he's like, no, not going to happen. Unless, and he's like, wait, wait, what? Unless I'll come join your company if you can convince my son to become the ninth generation owner of our family's candy shop. So, and that's the plot of the entire show it right is. there. Uh, Hotaro, from that point on, it is her mission in life to prove or to show um, Kokonotsu the wonderful world of cheap candies. Yeah. Uh, a little bit later, they end up going... Oh, wait, before that, we should place. probably talk about... Uh, before they should, like... Um, there, there's a scene uh, before the dad shows up, actually, uh, when they're when the two of them are just talking, Kokonotsu and, and Hotaro, uh, where she says, uh, where she's, uh, in order to convince him of the, of the greatness of, uh, even before it's her job, in order to convince him of the greatness of uh, Dagashi, um, they have an exchange about Umaibo. And Umaibo is, again, a real candy. You can actually go to some of our import shops here uh, in the area and buy bags of it. And wow. Umaibo literally literally translates into a uh, tasty stick. Um, and they have this exchange where they're trying to um, combine flavors to oh, have yes. like the most incredible flavors, um, uh, the most incredible flavor pairings. And mm-hmm. she's showing him how incredible everything is just because you can have whatever you want. And he says, okay, awesome, here. All right, well, fine. Well, what about this combination? And he gives her pizza, uh, spaghetti, and and uh, salad, like corn soup or something. Like or that. corn soup, yeah, pizza, spaghetti, and corn soup. And she's just like, and he's like, here, the perfect Italian uh, experience. And she's like, oh, this is incredible. And she bites into them. I feel like I'm in France. No, 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 no. Don't you mean Italy? Italia, this. 
Talia です。はいはい、カズマです。<笑> Alright,、um, anyways,、uh, after that,、um, they, they, step outside, uh, they step outside、uh, with, uh, with the dad after the dad's there.、Mm-hmm. Um, and she's trying to, you know,、uh, they're, they're eating、uh, fried potato. Yes, um, which is kind of like another a, a large potato chip, pretty much. Yeah,、um, I never had one of those in Japan, so I'm not quite sure what exactly it is, and I didn't bother looking it up. And again, he's uh, Kotaro or uh, Kokonotsu, my bad. Kokonotsu is telling his dad he's absolutely not going to uh, over, uh, he's not going to take over this shop.、Uh-huh. And the dad says, No, what, 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 what do you mean? I mean, especially after you brought such a beautiful girlfriend,、uh, girlfriend over who loves the uh, Dagashi so much, you two would be great at taking over this shop. And he's like, Wait, no, dad, that's not my girlfriend. And Hotaro's like, Yes. He's tr- it's it's true, and the dad says, Oh, wait, no, Hotaro, then what kind of guy do you like? <laughs> and she gets all super flushed and embarrassed, and she's just like, Well, this, this, the, the thing is, I can't, I, I, I can't be with your son because there's someone else I'm already in love with, and she's being all sweet and maidenly and stuff like that. And his dad says, Really, who is it that captured your heart? And then she points, and her finger is pointing right at Kokunotsu. And then at the speed of light, she crosses the distance between the two of them. Her fing- and her finger is touching the bag of, of、uh, potato chips that he's holding.、Mm-hmm. And she's saying that she, and she admits that she confesses her love for the mascot on the bag.、Mm-hmm. But the whole time, he's like, wait, me? You're in love with me?、Mm-hmm. Painful redirect. Yep, and it's the、uh, because she's, she's a beautiful girl, but she's also nuts. <laughs> so there's a lot of artwork out there that could be very, very、uh, easily mistaken as her as being a Yandere just because of the faces that she makes. She's not Yandere, at least not to this point. She's not violent. She's just crazy about the,、uh, Dagashi. Yeah. Absolutely crazy about these, these, cheaps, uh, uh, these, these cheap candies. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I'm looking up fried potato in Japan and I'm just getting pictures of French fries and things like that. I guess it, it might just be a, a giant potato chip. I'm not sure though. I think I recall、um, during that scene as well, she tried to demonstrate the best way to eat those.、Uh, so so she'll, she'll occasionally do this. And she tried to demonstrate the best way of eating this particular type of food, this candy. And she grabbed a bag of hot spicy ones and held. Like, apparently, the bag contains three very large,、uh, thick potato chips. This one happened to be covered <laughs> in spice. And you watch her hold the chips up, high above her head and just, just like wood chipper all the way in. And, but they're hot and spicy, and she ate it too fast. And so she ended up with this pink ring of chemical burns from the,、uh, <laughs> the spices around her lips for a while during this scene as well. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then there's this warning at the bottom saying that uh, uh, these candies are out of stock. <laughs> uh, okay. So,、uh, but it was also during that time that.、Um, okay. So, some part of the conversation happens during that scene where. 
the dad starts weeping uncontrollably for how mean the boy is being or something. And Hotaru closes the distance between herself and Coconut by and launches the father away, just brushes him aside, launching him away, breaking his face and giving him a bloody nose. And and to, and then says, You have such a wonderful father. The man she just tossed aside and bloodied his face. You have such a wonderful father. She's referring to the man that she disabused without even considering it. Just the not this the non sequiturs are just so good in this show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I like the I I really like this. I didn't write this down, but I really like the scene change animations where it's just a single. So far, it's just been a still shot of one of the two girls, uh-huh. and we're about to meet Saya. But yes. it's just one of them saying "de," which, uh, like, if you say that by itself, it just kind of means "and then" or like, you know, "please continue what happened uh-huh. next" type thing. Yeah. When you're talking to somebody, uh, "de," uh huh. So it's just them saying uh, "what happened next" uh, for uh, for the yeah. for the scene continuations. Yes. Uh, anyways, um, so we're the introduced next to Saya, who is a blonde girl with uh, multiple piercings in both ears and super um, tiny eyes. It's, well, big uh, well, eyes, small she, pupils. She, big eyes, small irises, and so she she's kind of got this uh, um, threatening aura. But it turns out that she's got a huge crush on uh, on coconut. And at that time, Saya and her brother To are uh, or Tokun is what they call him. I don't know if it's short for something. Um, the three of them are at her family's uh, coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's, a cafe. A, mm-hmm. there's a cafe that she uh, that she hosts, and there's a uh, and the candy shop that he hosts, and um, he uh, he ends up starting to talk about Hotaru, and just you know there's this weird girl and weird things are going on, and Toe is like, well, is she pretty? What's she like? And says, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess she's kind of pretty. And this puts Saya in a huge bad mood mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. proceeds to pr- produce a coffee for him that well, she doesn't stop well, pouring. He, he, he asks for a second cup of coffee. And she's uh-huh. like, oh. And he's like, but can I also have some extra sugar in it? And uh, she's like, oh, you want some extra coffee, huh? As like she gets kind of the the shadows on her forehead and stuff. Pours him some coffee and just it overflows. And it's like, oh, and you want extra sugar? Tink, tink. Well, how about how much sugar do you want? You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and keep adding sugar until you tell me to stop. <laughs> and like, eventually, you hate my coffee up. so much that you need to have this much yeah, sugar you in hate it. My coffee so much you need this much sugar in it, type thing. And, and he, it uh, looks like it looks like if, if Calvin had ordered coffee because the the sugar cubes. Haven't even dissolved. They're above the frame, and there's mm-hmm. just a mound of sugar cubes mm-hmm. that are brown from coffee. And she, uh, she, um, so, uh, anyways, uh, Kokonotsu then stands up, yes. uh, grabs the cup, and drinks it. And Shoved the coffee's the whole thing in one go. The coffee is crunchy. He crunches it down because of all the sugar. Uh. And he says something really nice to her along the lines of, 
this is uh, like I don't actually like coffee, but for some reason I really like your coffee. Yeah, type thing. To which Saya then blushes and turns around, and Hotoro's like, "Oh, not Hotoro. Um, Kokunotsu is just like, well, I, I got to get back to work. Thanks, guys." Um, and they and at that, uh, it's at that time that he realizes he 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 brought her coffee flavored snacks uh, oh, little mm-hmm. little sweets and gives them to her because he thinks she'd like them they're like milk coffee um flavored um and she doesn't even like sweets but she likes that he gave her something uh-huh and it's just well, and well, toes over there just he says how i know you don't like i know you don't like sweets but these are kind of mild so i think you will enjoy them and, and then she smiles, takes the, the candy, and, yeah. and then Coconutsu leaves. And Toe's over there going, it's so sweet how Coconut has no idea how much you like him. Uh, oh, and she's like, well, and Toe, they're twins, uh, Toe yeah. and Saya. Um, that hasn't been revealed in the anime yet, but I, w- I was looking at the wiki just to confirm character names and things like this before uh, before recording. Okay. Um, but uh, I, Toe, the brother, who's the one who called him Coconut at first uh-huh. in the very very beginning of the episode, um, says, uh, like, like, aren't you an idiot? Like, you hate... Those candies are super sweet. Why did you take them? You know they're super sweet. Uh, and then she gets upset at her brother, and he says, uh, he is such an... Like, Coconut is such an idiot. He just doesn't really see how much you like him. I mean, honestly, how much big of an idiot can you get? To which there's then a scene... Uh, a splash cut with a punch sound effect. And Sai's like, I'm heading out to run some errands and watch the shop to what you see Toe then sitting there. And he, this whole time he's been wearing shades. in half yeah. and a punch mark in the middle of his face. And he's like, okay. But uh, anyways, um, as... Um, as Saya is out running errands, she's riding her bicycle, yes. and she sees Along in the, the rice middle, fields. She's dry, she's uh, riding on a path in the middle of some rice fields, as you see in a lot of anime. Um, she uh, she sees a bicycle wheels up in the rice paddies, wheels spinning, and she's just like, "What? What?" And so she stops her bike, gets down, and as she's going down, Hotoro pushes herself out of the mud and she's just covered in mud head to toe covered in mud completely brown with globs Mm -hmm. on her she looks like a swamp monster Mm -hmm. and she starts approaching saya and what's the first thing out of her mouth are you okay is what hotaru asks saya and saya's like that's what i'm supposed to be asking you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to which hotaru starts telling the story of how she got to where she was, but she starts relating why she's in town as if she were a maiden who a a maiden warrior given a quest. Oh, oh, this quest. Okay. (laughs) This quest that she's talking about very, very much JRPG inspired once again, but yeah. So Saya asks her what, what she's doing here. And uh, Hotaro says, instead of just saying flat out, my father sent me here to try to get uh, Yo, um, Kokonotsu's father, to join our company. She talks about how she was given a quest to to retrieve a sacred item. 
and that sacred item when she says sacred item it cuts to a shot of of toe or of uh, yo my bad of yo uh, um and it's just with an arrow saying sacred item um but uh in order for her to retrieve that sacred item she has to do something else she has to revive someone uh, or uh, and the person she has to revive is Kokonotsu, but but it's it's him of... in chains as a skeleton in a dungeon, and she needs to revive him. And... She needs to revive him, yeah. But so here here here's some things, and I didn't expect you to catch all of them because a lot of this is Japanese, uh, you know, uh, uh, folklore. But uh, it's pretty obvious that she's dressed up as the main character from Dragon Quest Three. Mm. Um. But she's not traveling with companions from the Dragon Quest games. No. She's traveling with a monkey, a dog, and a bird, which are the traveling oh. companions of the Japanese folktale of Momotaro, where the little boy who was uh, who was born who was born inside of a peach goes off to save a village when he's old enough from a bunch of ogres. And his traveling companions are a dog, a monkey, and a bird. Um, and there, and this, and, is, uh, this isn't into the West. This isn't about Son Goku being no, the, no, the no, 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 no. It's it's this not a different Son Goku. Nope. However, there is a Dragon Ball Z ref, or there's a Dragon Ball reference in the same thing when she's fighting the dragon in this JRPG. Uh -huh. The dragon is very much a brown version of Shin Long. Yeah, and there are seven hearts around it, each one with a different number of stars inside of them. <laughs> Sarah. Yep. Yep. Um. Anyways, uh, she, um, Hoth, uh, Saya brings Hothoto back to the cafe, lets her shower, gives her some clothes. There's a funny exchange where Toe thinks that his sister's already back, and so he just walks in on her, and it turns out it's Hotoro showering. He collapses, uh -huh. but Hotoro is so dense about what's going on. She doesn't even realize she's completely naked in front of this guy as she tries to go help him. And yeah, try to, to uh, help him regain consciousness. Mm-hmm. Hi, kitty. Anyway, um, there's not much left to that episode. Um, I think, yeah, that's pretty, that, that's pretty, I think that's pretty close that, to the end that's, of, that's end that's of episode one. That's pretty much where the episode ends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but episode two, um, it starts off again with uh, with Kokonotsu. He is inside of a um, he's inside of the shop, and uh, Hotaro comes to visit him. And what is it that Hotaro talks to him about? Well, she talks about he he starts complaining that his dad is having him watch the shop while his dad's going off. Uh, probably goofing off and things and she's telling him you know your father's an adult and sometimes they just don't burden us kids with the kind of problems that adults have so maybe you should ease up on him and just realize that maybe there's just some adult things that he's just not sharing with you that said we could be like adults and he's like wait what which tends to, the way she's saying it and the way she's acting implies she's offering him sexual favors. Yep. And then the punchline is she has a special kind of candy, which is an Alka-Seltzer type pill that you put in the bottom of a cup, pour water in it, and it becomes juice with a foam on top so it looks like beer. She... It's a fake beer. 
she yeah she she see she wants to, them to become adults together uh-huh. and the reason she's words it that way is because when she was small she would always be at these gatherings with adults but because she was this she was so young she could never drink beer with them so in her mind in order to become an adult you need to drink beer yeah. But they can't drink beer, so they have this ca- this candy that turns into a drink. Yeah. Um, but they uh... <laughs> and he and he he takes a sip and he tries it and he likes it. It's a kind of he couldn't quite tell if it was pineapple apple or, juice apple. or pineapple, mm-hmm. uh, but he likes it. And then he, after he's done saying that he likes it, he looks at her and she's face down on the table, plastered. She got herself intoxicated. Well, and then from even juice. she even says earlier that this is non-alcoholic, so it's okay for minors to drink it. But she's behaving like she's like all the adult women she's ever seen get drunk. <laughs> and she drinks it. And she's like, "Give me another one." Well, we we didn't mention this, but um, coconut doesn't, doesn't sell, have. Doesn't they don't yeah. have this candy, and so he's like, "Well, I'm sorry, we don't have any." And she immediately looks at him and starts tearing up. She Why just starts you give me crying, and she's just like, "Ah, oh, you're being mean," and he won't give me a refill. And he's just like, "Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll find, 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 find. I'll find something for you to drink. I'll find something else." And so he goes to the candy and he finds finds a grape drink. And he's like, "Oh, will this work?" And she has pulled out a package, like a box of Uh these things, and she's putting them in a beer bottle. Not just a small glass anymore, but an actual beer. Not not a bottle. It's a stein. It's a a glass stein. It's, yeah, I I have one that's uh, a full quart for root beer, or a full liter for uh, root beer floats. I almost never use it anymore, but I still have it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just this huge. It's what you'd expect to see, you know. So competition she, chugging. She had more all along, is what we're trying to yeah. say. And then she makes more, and then she drinks, and then she collapses on the ground after having more in the middle of his shop. And he's like, "You can't uh-huh. fall asleep here." Hello, not not here, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the first act. Uh, each act. episode is uh, each episode has an A and a B um, separate, as opposed to an A plot and a B plot that goes throughout the entire thing. It was just uh, A is the first half, B is the second half. Yes, and this time the second half introduces um, uh, Saya and Coconut are sitting on a park bench under a uh, a special type of overhang that uh, hangs down low to uh, provide shade, and it's right outside his shop. Right outside um, his shop. and uh, she and. She asks him if he's done any of their homework yet, and he says, no, it's a good thing summer's just begun. Wait, and they start hearing a whistling. Like, wait, what is this? What's going on? Like, what's the sound? Are we going crazy? And, uh, and it's Hotaru whistling through some kind of candy that looks a bit like a lifesaver. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean mm-hmm. it, if you told me it was a mint lifesaver, I'd believe you. Uh, um, it's, it is... Uh, it's revealed that it is called a fue uh, ramune, and which I think that's fue. It sounds like it might be an onomatopoeia for a whistle. Uh, fue is actually the Japanese word for flute. Ah, um, I played the flute in high school, and I would introduce and people would ask me what my hobbies were, and I would tell them that I played the flute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fue is flute in Japanese, ah. um, and ramune is the type of candy. Um, okay. You know those sodas that have the marble in them? 
Yes. That's raw mune. Um, they kind of call that cider flavored, but it's not like any cider we, we know. It's got its very own unique flavor. But anything that says raw mune has that same flavor to it. Okay. So. Um, the whole time she was whistling and talking about it, it reminded me of that scene from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang where they're trying to sell uh, toot sweets, the, uh, the candy flutes that uh, his machine accidentally makes. If you remember that. Well, sorry, I didn't catch that. There's a bit weird connection. Okay, no, um, just listening to uh, her. So she goes on uh, talking about uh, Hotaru goes on talking about the the history of the whistle candy, and then uh, and the whole time she's talking about that, I'm just thinking of uh, Toot Sweets, the uh, the the flute candies from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh yeah, I I remember those. And she goes on to this super dramatic story about how. It started off as this one candy, and then they're trying to come up with another version of the candy, but it just wasn't working. And she goes to this and it took high school drama. Years. Huh? It took them 20 years to figure out how to make a, a separate type of candy that wasn't gum-based uh, mm. to, to do this. That was, was hard, like, that was hard that, candy-based. Which means that there was 20 years. So she starts weeping in her imagination about this, about an anthropomorphic candy Trying his best to whistle and not being well, able to. It's an anthropomorphic just... candy with the face of coconut soup. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he gets, he, he gets bullied by some actual uh, ramen candies. And then <laughs> some other, some hard candies are saying, oh, the poor, yeah. oh, that guy's gross. Let's just leave him alone. Yeah, and he goes off by actually... himself and he gets met by a senpai who is Fue Gum Senpai. Yeah, who has the face of his dad. The face and the voice of his dad, yeah. But I was just, I, I paused it as he was with, as the first, so so he's a completely round candy with arms, legs, and the face in the middle of the candy as if it were a mascot with a hole in the middle. Um, and I'm just sitting here, I paused it and I actually wrote this down. I'm like, I'm sitting here watching a segment of an anime about anthropomorphic candies learning how to whistle. That's anime for you. That's anime. And it's like, yeah. What so I eventually he whistles and it's a happy ending. And Coconuts is just like, oh, okay. But Hotoro's just like, what? Isn't it passionate? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it incredible? That's all right. What do you mean? You're going to be the ninth successor of this shop. And I need to teach you how, the, how to do things properly. And um, is it, no, I'm not going to be like the ninth successor of this shop. I'm going to be a uh, manga artist. I'm going to uh, create my own manga, and I'm going to leave this place. No, 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 no. I, in order for me to take your dad, I have to make you the owner of this shop. And Saya is overhearing this entire conversation, and Saya realizes that, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hotoro doesn't like, doesn't like him. Uh, doesn't like Kokonotsu. She's trying to get him to stay. And so she also realized that if he leaves, the shop would close. Yes, the shop would close, but there's also it. And I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a montage because, again, I've read a little bit of the wiki, but there's a montage uh, in that montage of candy that she's thinking of. There's one at the very end that it really, really hones in on. Uh-huh. And that candy is very, very important to their backstory and how they became friends. Oh, so she then jumps up. Saya then jumps up and says, Coconut, co- coconut uh, I think you'd be great at being the uh, the owner of this shop. 
Um, they then end up playing a card game. I forget what the game is called, um, but it's a game where you throw a card on the ground and any card that you flip over with that toss becomes yours. Um, and they and uh, Hotaru is really good at it. Uh-huh. Saya has never played it before in her life. And it turns out Saya is a natural genius at this game because she does a move. Her very first time throwing one of those cards, she flips the card. Um, so, and then Hotoro, who's feeling threatened by Saya's uh, ability because it took her years to learn how to do that. She's just like, okay, watch this. And she does this pose. And it's so overly dramatic. It's like a sports anime where they're talking about like, oh, this legendary pitch is done by this. It takes you years to master and things like that, you know? Uh-huh. And they're throwing cards at the ground. They're throwing uh, cards but... at the ground with enough force to blow over other cards. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, she's holding the card with a super cool pose. She throws it down. There's a bunch of lightning as she throws it. And she flips over two cards at once. And so I was like, that's incredible. That's so cool. And Kokonotsu is like, you have to teach me how to do that. And she's like, well, it'll teach you, take it two years uh, to learn the move. But I guess we can get started today. And so they like start. Two? Only two years? Uh-huh. All right. That doesn't sound so hard. And so they start uh, doing it. And they're... Uh, it and while he's learning late afternoon yeah. and coconuts uh, coconut has not yet done it and he's about to give it. it's like it's really hard and hothor was like well it's your first day i don't imagine you'd be able to get it and sai is just like hmm if i recall correctly you just hold the card like this and you throw it like this and she does a couple of practice swings throws it down and flips over three cards at once and she's super excited and she says guys guys i got three cards at once it's incredible Again, on her Dun. first try. <laughs> and both of them are just in absolute shock. And by them, I mean, you know, Hotaro and Kokonotsu. Uh, um, they're both in complete shock. shock. And uh, Hotaro's just like, oh, I was naive. I was wrong. Math, uh, Saya, Sa- no. Saya, she, um, Saya, she, wait, what? What? What do you mean she? And she's, instead of saying son, she says she, which means master. Uh-huh. Kind of dress, as you address a, a master or a teacher. Which made me think a little bit about Genos and uh, Saitama. <laughs> <laughs> Just why you're 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 adopting someone as master a little too preemptively. But yeah, there you go. And yeah, for the rest for the rest of this episode and the whole of the next episode, I don't know if it's a running gag and it's just for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hotaro refers to Saya as Master Saya. Uh, she does it the same in episode three. Uh, she yes. keeps calling her Master Saya. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, I don't know if it continues past episode three. Or if it's going to go for the rest of the series. Uh-huh. Uh, so this entire time, I've been looking up, because I recognize his voice, but the guy who plays uh, Yo, the dad, he's had a huge anime career. Um, really? He was in Vision of Escaflone. As? Uh, as uh, Kaja. I don't remember that name off the top of my head, but I think he's one of the um, one of the pirates, or okay. one, of the, one of the knights who... Uh, who escaped the, uh, the their city getting destroyed, um, or their base being destroyed? He is he is in um, he was uh an he was in Cowboy Bebop as an extra. He was in uh, Prison School, just a uh, Romeo X Juliet. Um, he is uh Haynes or Hans in Attack on Titan, the drunk guard who saves Aaron at the beginning. Mm. Uh, he has had quite uh, the career. Um, he's also uh, in um, a certain magical index. Um, yeah, he's been in a t- Vampire Hunter D, the 2000 version. Uh-huh. 
Um, that yeah. Bloodlust? So, huh? I think that's Bloodlust in America. Yeah, Vampire Hunter D, D Bloodlust. It's just listed as Vampire Hunter D 2000 on my anime list. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this guy has had an incredible anime career. Um, looks like he was also in Naruto. Uh, we've been in a bunch of Mobile Suit Gundam. He was in Mob Psycho 100. So, up uh, Magi. Hmm. Kino Hoho, if you remember who that is. No. Dude with blue hair. Uh, it looks like he was in all of Magi, including um, Sinbad. Okay. So, the Sinbad spinoff series. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because he's had quite the career. And the uh, voice actor... Oh, wait. Was that... Oh! He's Reno in Final Fantasy VII as well. Huh. And he's Maze Hughes in Fullmetal Alchemist. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's also a character, okay. I don't remember who that is, in uh, Mao Yu. Um, but uh, the actor's name, by the way, it's uh, uh, Keiji Fuji- uh, Fujiwara. Toby, what are you doing? Keiji Fujiwara. Keiji Fujiwara. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, episode three kind of ends with... Um, episode two. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, episode two ends with um, with Saya joining in and realizing that if, if uh, Hotaru... Hotaro succeeds then the boy that saya loves will stay mm-hmm. um and so she definitely wants that um episode three uh well real fast before we do that i noticed i didn't really pay attention the first time i watched it. i've actually i watched the episodes twice because we're actually recording a, a day late so i gave myself some time to go ahead and watch them a second time uh-huh. um, but um the closing credits for episodes one one and two it's uh kokonotsu watching a tv over his shoulder and the TV is playing clips from the episode, uh-huh. which I thought was fun. I thought that was a clever way of doing the closing credits. Yeah. Um, not as great as the closing credits of episode three, but we'll get to that when we get to that. We will. So episode three starts with Hotaro um, in his shop. It's summer. He looks it's... up at his AC unit and it's riding like crazy. And he's just like, this is going to break. It's going to break anytime soon now. <sighs> I guess I'll just enjoy it while it lasts. And then Hotaro walks in. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, good morning, Hotaro. And what does Hotaro do? She turns off his air conditioning. Which, at first, is panic-inducing. Uh-huh. And then... I, I, I don't even know if she turns it off quite so much as just closes the flap to it. I don't know if closing the flap all the way on those devices also shuts them down. But she closes the flap completely. And then has... Toe the twin brother bring in a portable grill and turns it on in the middle of his shop. Uh, yeah. A portable heater, the portable heater for, mm-hmm. for the, so they're boiling water on this heater in the middle of the shop without air conditioning. Oh, and those things get hot. Okay. They don't have centralized heating like we do here in America in Japan. Uh, I guess some of their newer places might, but most of the time they don't. So they have these space heaters that are actually petrol fueled. Mm. And you, if you have one of these, you have to make sure that you sleep with a window cracked open uh, during the winter. Otherwise, you know, you will suffocate as you are sleeping. Yeah. Um, they actually will have uh, fire engines go around and just, and just uh, beep their horns once every, you know, 30 seconds or a minute or something like that just to remind people to crack open your window 
So, uh, anyways, um, so so what? So it's gotten to her head that some some form of pork flavored cup noodle brand um, mm-hmm. thing is best served in the heat of summer. It's it's a cup noodles targeted towards kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's like this Peppa Pig style uh, pig mascot on this pork flavored cup noodle thing. And well, the heat is really getting bad. And just how hot and sweaty uh, uh, Toe is absolutely enjoying himself watching Hotaru get sweatier and sweatier and hotter and hotter and he starts getting a nosebleed it's like maybe we should turn the ac back on no no i can last and i think he actually like passes he 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 says i'll see you on the other side and then passes out with his bloody well, nose and uh, yeah yeah it's because he's uh yeah it's because he's so attracted to seeing a sweating beautiful girl in front of him and so he just he gives into it. Eventually, so Hotaro or Kokonotsu uh, tells uh, him that we uh, tells uh, Hotaro that we need to turn it off uh, in order to save uh, Toe. And she's like, "No, don't worry about it. He'll be fine." And then <laughs> Kokonotsu is just like, "No, wait. We have to turn it off and turn the AC back on in order to preserve some of the candy in here." To which she's just like. Oh crap! She just realized that you know they're probably destroying a bunch of the candy. And then she then she takes that very Chinibio pose of aha. So you figured it out. You completely forgot, didn't you? Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've so I swear I've seen uh, Megumin do that exact pose. It's <laughs> a common. She... It's a common pose. Yeah. Um, it, anyways, it's right up there with the oh kind of pose. Like every somebody's done it at some point. Uh huh. Anyways, she goes to turn the AC back on and it breaks. Yeah, it won't turn back on. So, uh, long story short, they all end up deciding to go to the pool. Yes. Um, and the entire reason that Hotaro or not Hotaro, my bad. Um, well, they talk about going to the pool. Yeah. And um, Sai is just like, oh, that sounds like so much fun. Let's go to the pool. Yeah. And Hotaro gets this weird look on her face. Well, they go to the pool, and uh, and Coconut and uh, Toe are very much looking forward to seeing the girls in swimsuits, seeing all sorts of girls in swimsuits. And they get they they have they run out into the light, being super excited about girls in bathing suits. And there's no one there. The pool is completely empty. Which Toe's just like, no, there's no oh. point in going to a pool that doesn't have girls in it. I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> so he's about to ready to march off when uh, when one other person shows up, and it's Yo, it's Coconut's dad in a speedo. Well, apparently, he tells his son, "Oh, you found my shame." I'm afraid our shop's not doing too well, and so I'm doing work on the side for extra money. Turns out this is a lie that was concocted by him and Hotaro. It's revealed a little bit later. And it's like, what is the point of this cunning plan to get him to, to guilt him into a <laughs> sticking around? It's like, Seriously. You just showed him that, that this is an unprofitable venture, 
Oh, maybe being a manga artist is a better career path. Uh, (laughs) Depends. For some people, it's a great career. It's it's the same as being an author here in the states. Sure. But with how uh, so, uh, how not busy he is, he could probably at least do some of his artwork while manning the uh, shop from time to yeah. time. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, uh, but anyway, he, he um, both. so uh, Saya comes out, um, yeah. and uh, she uh, she's, she's in wearing her, like a school uniform. She's wearing fish. a school swimsuit, just a single uh, swimsuit, and uh, uh, Yo, the dad is on the lifeguard bench or a lifeguard chair. And he says, go ahead and add the chlorine to the pool now. And Hotaro says, okay, from the shadows. And she comes out in her swimsuit. And she's a she's a busty girl. Yeah. Uh, and she's she's not wearing an immodest swimsuit. It's a nice looking one. But she's wearing um, a hoodie with it as well. That seems Zipper to be covering parts of her, a, zip, a zip of hoodie. That uh, seems to be wearing uh, covering parts of her body and accentuating other parts. Um, Which reminded me of the zipper, not the zipper tracksuit that the succubus wore in Interview with Monster Girls. <laughs> it got stuck coming back up. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, anyways. Um, yo. Uh, the, they're all getting excited to jump in the pool. Uh-huh. And Yo and Hotaro exchange looks. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this is part of their plan. As soon as uh, Hotaro learned that they were going to the pool, she called Yo. Uh And so Yo cleared things up for them. And they set traps in the pool to get him excited about candy and get him excited about running the family candy shop. And she says, don't worry. It's going to work perfectly. I know for a fact that he'll find that candy real fast. And he... uh, they all jump in the pool and they're having a good time and they find at the bottom of the pool, these, uh, these candies. And I think they're kind of drink candies. Yeah. Um, they, 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 they're long, thick, curly straws capped mm-hmm. on at least one end. I couldn't tell if they were capped on I, both. I but, probably should have named the, written down the name of the candies, especially yeah. the ones that I didn't remember, but, but uh, he finds but, one surfaces and says, Hey, look what I found under here. Uh, Toe comes up with three. It's like, well, Toe's, Toe's better at spotting these than he is. Mm-hmm. And then Sata comes up with two. But Saya comes colors. up with two. Saya, yeah, Saya, sorry. Saya mm-hmm. comes up with a, a blue one and a purple one. It says, and oh, and uh, Coconut is very happy to come over to Saya and explain what those candies are and how they're different flavors and what, like, she's holding a grape and a soda flavored. Um, flavored candy uh, yeah uh he it says also... he says cider in japanese which again right. i think is the ramune flavor uh, um but yeah they say soda in english uh but be- which is just a weird f- flavor because in america what flavor is soda i think cola well we would say cola if it isn't cola flavored then we would we would absolutely say what the flavor is yeah we would say cola. We wouldn't say soda flavored candy because you say soda soda flavored candy. Someone would say, "Well, what type of soda?" Because we actually have soda flavored high chews uh, that I've tried before, and they've it's orange cream soda and um, cola soda. Huh. So, um, which were pretty good. But yeah, so they say soda flavor, but 
really why (laughs) that doesn't narrow it down for america but anyway um so (laughs) yeah they think their plan is they're so excited and they're like this is great he's gonna eat this candy and then all of a sudden hotaro looks or turns around and sees this sign and this sign says food prohibit food and drink prohibited within the facility (laughs) (laughs) and then there's a picture so they, they they all agree like oh we can't eat this and then there's a picture that's very much like the end of any given episode of or any given segment of uh, Kaguya-sama Love Is War uh-huh. where they they put a score up and it says who won uh, yeah and so it's Yo the father and Hotaro uh, going victories zero. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We lost. They, and time. they had this pose of they, they had this pose of just uh, ah, this is your win, but we'll get you next time type thing, like an honorable loss kind of thing. <laughs> and really, it was just them being dumb because, yeah. of course, you can't eat candy in the pool. Um, but anyway, um, then so, that leads us to the second half of the third episode, uh-huh. which all takes place inside, which is basically the girls. It's uh, Hotaro no, no, but- and. Before that, there is a bit with Hotaro and Toe. Toe is watching the shop. He's playing a Game Boy in the shop. Oh, that's uh, right. He's playing a Game Boy, Game Boy in the shop, and Hotaro walks in. She's like, oh, where's uh, where's Kokonotsu? Oh, he's not here. He asked me to watch the shop for him. Oh, okay. And so she tries to make Toe love candy, but Toe, she says, okay, so Toe, what's your favorite kind of candy? And he's like, mm, ah, you know, I don't really have one. And I forget exactly what he says in Japanese. What he says in Japanese is similar to the phrase, uh, to to another uh, phrase in Japanese. And so she thinks he's saying that other phrase. And she's like, I've, I've never heard of a candy like that before. Yeah. You know, because she can't comprehend that there's somebody who doesn't like candy. Yeah. Her she just brain, she the can't idea comprehend of... it. Yeah. Uh, so she, uh... anyways, uh, she gets... I, I don't she gets him this candy that's kind of like uh it's it's a candy that's in wrapper it's like a, looks like a kind of a caramel candy you, you've actually given me one of these before i think when you came home from japan a couple of years Possibly. back that, I, that, that, that that um yeah so it's it's a special kind of caramel or something that is or toffee or something that is wrapped in edible rice paper mm-hmm. and he's sitting there trying to peel it and trying to, uh, to peel the rice paper off and she's like, is he tempting me? Does he know how to do this? And he just wants me to teach him? Oh, this is my chance. <laughs> and, oh, this, this, the next setup just reminded me of a scene in, uh, what was it? It was uh, the, uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime when uh, he's fighting the demon girl. And just the only chance he has is to throw some honey in her mouth. Um, and so as this is happening, this is the moment I, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast is that, uh, this is the moment where, uh, coconut comes back walks in and realizes he's walked in on something weird happening. And it's at this moment that she's doing an over the top pitch and over the top baseball pitch where she's got one leg up in the air directly doing perfect splits. And then she chucks this piece of candy 
directly into Toe's mouth. Uh-huh. And it hits Toe's mouth with such force that it actually freaks Kokonotsu out. And he runs and he's like, Toe, are you all right? And yeah. it cuts to like an x-ray shot of his mouth. And the candy is spinning so quickly. And, Ko- and Hotaru's like, wait, no, stop. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to ruin it. Um, and uh, it's spinning so quickly that the wrapper just dissolves super fast. And Toe's like, oh, hey, that's great. The wrapper's all dissolved. <laughs> So, and then after that, it's the two it's girls. Like, so, has the rice wrapper around your heart been dissolved too? Completely. Completely. <laughs> and, so, and then after that bit, it's the two girls. Um, it, yes. uh, it's Saya at the coffee shop, at the yeah. cafe, and um, it, and uh, Hotoro walks in. And, the, and one of the things about this cafe is that one of the features of it is this fish tank with an enormous goldfish inside of it. It's way too big for the fish tank that it's in. It's just in there. <laughs> just It's kind of distracting, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so these girls talk, and I don't really remember what, it, what they were talking about. Well, they're, they're sitting there drinking their... Like, Hotaro orders two iced coffees, uh-huh. and... And um, Saya is just like, oh, that's why right. is that? And and Hotaro's like, the reason because she's I want to get to know you better. And so she, uh, and so the two of them are sitting there drinking the iced coffee together. The reason there, the the reason that Hotaro is there at the coffee shop is the repairman for the AC unit had come in, and worried that she might make the situation worse. Coconut sent her off. Yep. Yep, uh, and she uses that as, as an excuse to spend more time with uh, with Saya and get to know Saya better. So she orders the two iced coffees, uh-huh. and um, they uh, they sit down and they and they're starting to chat. And then um, Hotaru is just like, "Hey, uh, I have a, I have a question for you. You you know you know uh, coconut you know, you know, coconutsu, right?" And uh, Saya is just like, "Oh no," because Hotaro's acting all maidenly and pure right now and just, you know, kind of the fidgety typical girl in love trying to get information about the guy that she likes without asking him uh-huh. directly. And so I was just like, oh no, no, it can't be. She likes him too. Um, and then she's like, you've known him for a long... Hotaro's like, you've known him for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I have. If that's the, if that, that's the case, why have I never seen you eat Tagashi? <laughs> and she's got like this super problem? intense, scared, worried look that Saya doesn't know the joy of Dagashi of this can of this yes, small that's right. And Saya's just like, oh, that's what this is about. And she instantly relaxes, realizing that Hotaro is not interested in Kokonotsu in that way at all um and so uh she they got this fun exchange uh where um hotaro introduces her to this candy um uh, with the label a with the label of the first seven letters of the alphabet a c d e f g g h uh uh yeah something like that Uh, i think it uh ends in h um, well, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No, it's A. It's G that it ends. No, no. Um, that, that, that was the joke. There's seven candy in there. 
but there's actually eight letters on oh, the Oh, that's right. That's right. I was thinking there were six candy and seven letters, but you're right. You're right. It's eight letters and seven candy. And so she hands her this candy, this piece of candy, um, which is just like this kind of a sugary candy bar. It, it looks uh, like a, it looks like a, um, a cigarette. It looks yes, like it looks a candy like cigarette. Candy cigarette. And Sai's like, oh, how do I eat this? It's And she, she starts trying to peel off the wax um, outside. And she looks over at Hotoro, and Hotoro's freaking out that she's doing that. And she's like, wait, but how do I eat this? Okay, well, maybe, maybe I just do this. And she just takes a bite and just rips it through her mouth. She then looks back at Hotaro, and Hotaro's super excited. Like, you did it! You did it right! And there's this, and there's this fun conversation where, look... These candies are cheap, so you don't get a lot of them. You don't get a lot. But yeah. excuse me. Um, you don't get a lot of candy, but uh, and so if kids use their meager allowance to use this candy and then all of a sudden it's gone, they're gonna be sad. So one of the point of Dagashi is to make it take longer to eat so kids can enjoy it for longer. And this is one of those one of those things where it's more difficult to eat, so kids will enjoy it longer, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Because every time I went to one of those shops and I bought some stuff, um, a lot of times I, have, I had no idea how to eat it. <laughs> and when I did figure it out, I felt like I was wasting my time. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so, oh, they have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how the episode ends with the two of them talking about candy in the cafe. And then we both mentioned the closing credits for episode three. It's These amazing because the uh, closing credits. Yes. The, 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 the closing credits, it might just be because every once in a while, a show will do something special for its third closing credits. Because uh, Kakuya-sama Love is War, it's only the third episode that has the Chika-chan dance. Um. And so different shows will do this. Uh-huh. But this one, there is a bit of a dance going on. But what's going on is it's an entire montage of the concept of Alice in Wonderland, where Sata, or Saya, Saya is Alice, and Hotaru is all the other characters. Every once in a while, we see a cameo uh, from Kokonotsu and uh, To. Um, but yeah, usually it's oh, Saya. It's, it starts a... off. It starts off as Hotoro as the white rabbit yep. being chased down, and then she's the caterpillar, and mm-hmm. then she's the uh, she's the Chessar cat, and then the Queen of Hearts. Uh, she's the walrus who's trying. She's to the eat... walrus eating a bunch of uh, the marching candies that are supposed to be uh-huh. the oysters. They're the and oysters. That's, that's everybody else. Little donuts, which yeah. is another thing we we didn't mention. But there's a scene where she just has a pile of donuts that she pulled out of nowhere. Um, but uh, <laughs> you you just don't you just don't question. And then she's in like a Cheshire cat bodysuit, mm-hmm. curled mm-hmm. up on the train. And every once in a while, there's there's this kind of this cute dance that the two of them are doing together. At first, it's uh it's just Hotaro doing it as um Saya is just kind of watching her awkwardly, and then the two of them are doing the dance together. Um, and they do that a couple of times. It's just this great closing cinematic, or not cinematic closing yeah. credits, yeah. Um, of this show. Um, anyways, that's the first three episodes of this. It is. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's very delightful. It's mm-hmm. quite silly. Um, so you kind of have to be in a mood for silliness to enjoy it. Uh-huh. Which I'm, I'm going to say I'm in a mood for silliness more often than not. I, this one's staying in my queue. Um, 
I am very excited to watch it. Um, I had seen pictures of Hotaru all over the place. And honestly, I thought that she was a Yandere just because of her crazy eyes and the faces that she makes. And I brought this up with Doug today at work, our other brother. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like, wasn't well, she a Yandere? And he's like, no, she's not a Yandere. She's just crazy about candy. And I mean crazy about candy. Um, um, yeah. yeah, so this Great is going to stay in my queue. I'm going to watch it. I've actually got next week off from work. Going to use it to get caught up on some anime. Probably watch mm -hmm. this some more um, while I'm painting. Actually, I just got a new mini in the mail um, today. I'm joining in a friend's D&D &D game. And uh -huh. you can't really... He's solid white right now. Um, because I haven't had a chance to spray him with primer and paint him. But this is a silver dragonborn cleric that I'm going to mm. be playing. Nice. And he is a cleric of the god of war, Tempest. And everything can be solved through honorable combat. Don't uh, run. Kind of You'll die tired. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, great. this is a great show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to watching more. Fantastic. Um, Next up, uh, it is your pick, and it's going to be the final week of our food month. All right. So I actually reached out uh, to one of the uh, anime groups I'm on on Facebook, and the first recommendation that came up when I asked for recommendations for food-based anime was Gourmet Girl Graffiti. Okay. The story follows Ryo, a middle school girl who lives by herself. She has a knack for cooking, and she makes friendships with everyone through her food. The cooking manga is, quote, full of detailed cuisine art to whet the appetite. The kofuku in the title is wordplay on two Japanese homonyms, one which means happiness and the other that means appetite. Um, okay. And we'll be able to, uh, so that's what we're going to watch next week. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and add it to my queue so I don't have to worry about finding it again. <laughs> and it's on VRV, um, Crunchyroll, and uh, High Dive. Yes. Two of those I'm paying for. So yeah, Now, every show that we've ever watched, we if, if it's possible to stream it, if you come to WhitakerWeekly.com, we will have links to uh, where you can stream it. And usually it's Crunchyroll, sometimes <clears throat> Verb, sometimes Netflix. Sometimes high dive, sometimes Funimation, like today. Uh, what we watched is a Funimation exclusive. It's a season one. Um, so, yeah. Come visit us at uh, WhitakerWeekly.com to uh, get the links for these episodes. Mm -hmm. Real fast, uh, before, we, before we move on, um, there's a bit of news that I forgot uh, that I learned about this morning that I'm very excited about. Okay. Season two of Teasing Master Takagi-san uh -huh. is going to be on Netflix uh, in December. I believe December 9th was what the article said. So it's just a couple weeks the then. Huh? It's just a couple weeks then. Yep. They had the rights to air it in Japan, uh, which is why no one else had it here in the States. Um, so they, they finished it off, probably did all the dubbing and stuff like that. And uh, it is uh, going to be available to watch. And I adored the first season. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to watching this one. Uh, so yeah, that's it, uh, for three episodes in. I'm excited to go ahead and try Gourmet Girl, uh, Graffiti next week. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to Recommendation of the Week, and it's my turn this week. And I know I've recommended this in the past, but this just came in the mail, so I'm, a, I'm recommending the official release of Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. 
Taro. Okay. This is another teasing manga where um, I think I've recommended this one. Uh, this is another teasing manga where this girl uh, comes across a guy who's very, very shy and timid. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he actually just, he's been bullied so much throughout his entire life that he doesn't even remember people's faces. Like he just ignores everyone and everything. And so this girl comes along and decides to break him out of his shell. Ah. Um, it's it was really, really hard for me to read it at first, though, just because at the point it is where I've been reading it, well, with a fan translation, uh, it's incredibly wholesome. It's cute. They're not a couple, but it's very obvious that they like each other. And they spend a ton of time together and things like that. And she teases him, but he's able to, you know, tease her back at times. And she's really helped him break out of his shell. Um, at first, though, the first couple of chapters, she actually makes him cry <laughs> because she doesn't know what the limit is yet. Ah. Uh. So it was really, really hard to read that. That said, this is a great translation. And let me grab another manga real fast to kind of show you the size difference. Here's Konosuba Volume 1. Okay. And here's Don't uh, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoto. Their spines are now aligned. Okay, Almost every manga is this. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's, wider. It's a little bit wider. But the reason that it's wider... Is because by do it by pushing it like this way, you can see there's still a little bit here and a little bit here. The the images are now lined up, so they didn't make the images any bigger. Uh, but what they've done is that they've given this a bit more of a spine than the rest of the manga. So it's actually really really easy to see the full picture, uh, as opposed to in here, which you can see the full picture, but you kind of have to really work at it to see the entire thing. Mm. So I. Really like that they did that with this one. Anyways, this is delightful. It's fun. And it's actually really interesting to read it again from the start because I forgot that he doesn't remember people's faces. But you see the outlines of people who he later becomes friends with that he doesn't see their faces at first. And he becomes friends with them thanks to her. So anyways, it's a great manga. Great read. First couple of chapters are a bit rough just because she doesn't know the limit of Uh what she can push him to. But after she learns what that limit is, it becomes a lot better. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, it's great. I love it. Don't toy with me, Miss Nagatato. Um, it has been released. Um, it, my bad. I miswrote that. I'm going to go ahead and um, and we'll have the link. You can go ahead and purchase it. Um, uh, you can purchase it on uh on Amazon. That's where I got it. Available for Kindle or um physical release. Obviously, I prefer physical things. But yeah, we'll have the link. Uh, so you can go ahead and check it out on Amazon. Yeah. Um. So, uh, anyways, that's it for recommendation of the week. Uh, next up is uh, the creator shout out, and that's your turn. All right. This week, I'm giving a shout out to an artist that was at Anime Bonsai this Neat. year. Um, they go by the uh, nickname uh, Kokana Camelot, um, but their real name is Paloma Otorola. And um, they are a visual artist, a concept artist. Um, They have their own website. They have a Twitter feed, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook. Um, And their artwork was just absolutely stunning. Um, Definitely deserving of a shout out. Um, This person's artwork is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm checking Uh, out her Instagram. Yeah, uh, the this Instagram, is great. 
Yeah, Instagram's got a lot of charming little details to it. But if you go to her um, her portfolio website, um, you've got some really high-detailed uh, work here. Just absolutely amazing. Okay, I will have to check it out. Fantastic. Um... Okay, well, go. we'll have links to her Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and, and her personal website uh, up on our website uh, for you guys to go ahead and check, out, check her stuff out. Yep. Anyways, thanks so much for listening, listening in this week, you guys. Uh, if you listen to it on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please share our channel with your friends. Where can they find us on social media? Our site, WhitakerWeekly.com. Currently has the links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we've mentioned, and we will broaden our scope to include you. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been the Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week. And stop the recording.